welcome to the podcast. <laughs> wow, I'm glad that you did the introduction. Because you'll do most of the podcast. Oh, all right. Let's get it started. Today, we are going to be talking about ADHD. Um, I myself do not have ADHD. I'm very good at getting things done. I'm very focused. I have the exact opposite work ethic or work, not work ethic, but... <laughs> I'm feeling attacked right off the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Not attacked, but we're we're polar opposites when it comes yes. to how we have to approach life. We're just pulling out facts at the moment. Just just purely talking facts. <laughs> talking facts. Polar opposites. I think that's why we do so well in a marriage together. You like to meet people. I don't like to meet people. We have friends because you meet people. I don't have to do the hard work. Um but I get a lot of questions about how to get, you know, your spouse on board, how to get them to be helping, and then how do I get somebody to help that doesn't really want to? And all of these questions I feel like are a good answer when it comes to you based on the way that you handle life. Yes. Not necessarily because you don't want to help me, but because you do have ADHD, things are a little bit different for you. Um and a little bit like of a, not a slower progression, but we have to ta- tackle things head on one at a time. Yes. But we're going to get into all of that. I want to first talk about your, um, I guess your experience growing up because you, when were you diagnosed with ADHD? Uh, fourth grade. Okay. And in addition to ADHD, yeah. you also have dyslexia. Oh yeah. Are you, I'm, I'm trying to be like very mindful of how I say things like you're not dyslexic. You have dyslexia. That's correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, New age. you are not, you, you're, I don't know, whatever. I'm trying, I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> um, okay. So in fourth grade and when were you diagnosed with dyslexia? That was early on. Cause I was slurring things. I was saying things funny and they're like, Hey, this is the word. Can you read it? And I would just make up another one that kind of sounded correct. Um, but dyslexia definitely runs in my family. I don't have it the worst. My sister, used to have to read in the mirror with a book upside down. Um, I actually, so I can't I, even imagine. <laughs> I actually recall this happening. I feel like it's like a wives tale that we've just told so many times that this happened, but I remember her in the, in the, uh, downstairs bathroom doing this. I'm like, what are you doing? Reading? And now she, I mean, she pushed through and now she's the biggest reader I know. She oh, reads so much of an avid 100 reader. books a day. <laughs> like she's <laughs> an avid reader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what? But so, so is my mother. She had dyslexia as well. Not as, not as bad as my sister, but she had an incredibly hard time, um, reading and doing things like that in general. Um, so that actually helped her a lot to be able to fight through things. Yeah, I remember her talking about the dyslexia. Do you think that because she had dyslexia herself that she was kind of more uh, aware aware of the fact that you could have ADHD or could have, you know, some type of um, or was that something that your teachers pointed out? Like where along the line did did you find um, even get the, tested? There just there seemed to be a time in my life where I would just get tested for everything and it was it was it all happened. So it was like allergies my thyroid stopped working let's go give this kid an adhd test like it was pretty much like anything and everything i got tested for i had so that was just another one They're like oh he's struggling in school for these reasons maybe go see if he has adhd check yeah what do you think about the people who are like everybody's diagnosed with adhd um so 
uh, I am not the expert on it just because I have it. Um, Huberman Lab has a really good podcast and talking about there's a lot of things that may show like ADHD or well I, now it's all called ADHD. Um, they used to be ADD and ADHD, so now they just lumped it into one. Um, Do you so? I remember when I was I got my minor in early high, early childhood education, and we talked a lot of, about different disabilities. And um, one of the things we talked about was autism and how like there's such a large spectrum for autism. Like you can mm-hmm. be you know fully functioning and having autism, and also very dependent on others having autism. Um, do you think that's somewhat what like the medical profession is doing with ADHD? Like you are you know you have a really severe case of ADHD or, mm-hmm. you know, like the average person has somewhat um, a little I, bit of ADHD. I, I'd, <laughs> say, I'd say there's more on like the hyper side and like activity on, on that end. But I think that if you go and you can take away some of the distractions, like our, um, the, the things that we do nowadays, our attention span is so short. So maybe if you can Hello, improve that. TikTok. <laughs> Maybe if you can improve on that and take out um, certain things, maybe you do, maybe you don't. For me, it's when they put me on drugs, I could definitely tell, like, for me, it calmed me down. Like, if you take uh, Adderall or Concerta or any of those types of things, like, you're going to be like, oh, I'm a superhero. I'm going to get all this stuff done. Like, if you don't have ADD or ADHD, that's going to be what it's like. But okay. if you do have ADHD or ADD, it just brings you more or less back to normal. So okay. that's a good that's a good way to gauge it. I mean, don't go say, "Hey, let me try these drugs." <laughs> like, well, talk I mean, to that a would professional. be something that you talk to your doctor about. <laughs> um, okay, so back up to fourth grade, you're diagnosed with ADHD. How did it affect your everyday life? How did ADHD affect your every, everyday life, and how did like the diagnosis also affect you uh i mean i get bored incredibly easy if i'm not excited about a topic Mm -hmm. uh even if i am excited about a topic i get distracted easily like i'm staring at that van with the car door i'm really (laughs) excited to talk about this but there's someone outside our window (laughs) (laughs) um but if if it's a sport or something like that that always kept my attention Mm -hmm. Uh, actually not baseball like that's that's why i didn't do baseball (laughs) i loved baseball i played baseball i would sit down in the outfield or like i would just like pay attention to something else it was my dad was pissed because like that was his sport i don't know if he was furious but probably wasn't super proud (laughs) that's Um, not my son sitting in the outfield (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i'd say effect wise not too much because if I had it, if I was in class, if I was engaged asking questions, it was fine. But when it got to doing homework, that was an issue. I don't remember a lot of homework in elementary school, mm-hmm. but my mom was a stay-at-home mom. So she'd be like, hey, do you have any homework? Okay, let me help you with it. So she would be able to keep me on task. Mm-hmm. The staying on task stuff for me, if it's not fun at a younger age, it just was not going to happen. Okay. And do you, how do you feel like that diagnosis changed your life? Like, did it, what changed? It was just like, okay, this is something that I struggle with. So more or less now I know that I struggle with it. Uh, It was easier to know why it's happening. Yeah. (laughs) I I wouldn't say I made incredible strides as far as like for homework and stuff. Um, if I did not have a reason such as like sports or video games or anything like that, my homework would not have gotten done and 
that stuff would not have gotten done. What are we doing here? I don't want her to step on our <laughs> recording device. Uh, oh. She's like, why are you not giving your full attention to me? Our dog is like climbing in our laps. You would think that our four-month-old baby would take up most of our time, but really it's it's our uh, 18-month-old dog <laughs> that needs... She knows, 100% of our, she our knows attention. we're leaving tomorrow. Okay, I'll scratch you. Um, were you medicated in fourth grade? Uh, now I'm trying to remember if it was fourth grade or middle school. Um, those blended because I know yeah. I I know I had allergies in fourth grade. Like that's when I got the testing done. I, I I'm pretty sure because the hormone stuff was definitely middle school. So I want to say <laughs> I I want to say elementary school. Uh, was was the time that I started on ADHD meds. And how long did you? Um, I did that until high school, um, like junior and senior year. We kind of waved back and on, which you are definitely not supposed to do with the high dosage that I was on. But you know, sometimes I'd forget. <laughs> I could see that. But oh, so so one thing I bring up with that is. They all they'd ask me how I felt as far as oh is it working? I had no idea. So they would start me at like five milligrams or ten milligrams, whatever the dosage was. We'd go in after a couple of weeks or months on that. They're like, all right, how are how are things going? Like, should we up the dosage? I have no godly idea. Like I, I was not self aware. Right. And how do my I know? study skills, right. how I was feeling, so on and so forth. So we're just ripping and rolling, like, all right, we're we're moving on up, and I was up to like the highest dosage on whatever that pill was. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, and when you get home, you can take the. I'm gonna get it wrong, but it was like metadata. I I don't remember. It sounds like a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> but it was like a little a little bit a little bit more of a hit yeah. when you get home to help you focus for the homework. Um, just snort this. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, whether it was good or bad, I still don't know. Um, I could definitely tell when I did not take the medication that I was not focused as well. I had a hard time focusing on a class if I was not, um, interested in it. Um, but whether or not the dosage was correct, it was incredibly hard for me to tell mentally, uh, how I was performing and things of that nature. Okay. So now I want to dive into like a couple of the stories to show, like, because I typically talk about cleaning and organizing and that's my like expertise. That's what you do. I want to hear about like you, how you maintained your house, how you lived with your parents and with by, by yourself. And well, my dad moved out. So thanks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> divorce is, is for another episode anyways um but like just you know how your mom was able to motivate you to do chores mm-hmm. how you looked at chores how you did that what yeah. happened when you moved out uh so we'll start with chores uh obviously we want to talk about like allowance and how like oh man i'm gonna get paid i got <laughs> the same allowance that my mother got which was a quarter for how old i was wait <laughs> Your mom didn't care about inflation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, we didn't learn about that at, the, at a young age. But um, I didn't learn that I wasn't getting paid nothing uh, until like middle school. I was like a quarter. Like if I, so, we had to do our chores every single day 
for the whole week and then we get our allowance if we missed it then we wouldn't get our allowance so it was habitual that i would do the stuff Mm -hmm. so it was super easy i had to organize the shoes underneath uh the bench that you walk in i had that i would take out the garbage is that bali hit kicking me (laughs) (laughs) i would take out the garbage and recycling uh i would clean the toilets on sunday i would vacuum my room so those those were my chores. I, I might be missing one. I d- don't don't think I am. But that was pretty consistent. That was pretty easy for me because I had that firm boundary of, man, I got to make that like 225 this week. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that you did it because it was like a chore that you knew you were supposed to do? It was very easily laid out. Or do you think that you did it because you wanted to make the $2.25? I, I did it because it was a firm habit and there was not a question of can i or can i not do it up until middle school and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then i learned that you know it's not that much money it's not really worth it and their negatives really didn't get me to do my stuff. time <laughs> is worth more, more than 225 well the worst part about it is i'd end up having to do this stuff anyway so one of the requirements was my mom was not allowed to ask me to do it or i wouldn't get paid Oh, so, I like that. I, <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily know like about the payment and everything, right. but I just like that it's like you are responsible yes. for this. Yeah. So if she had to hound me or if she had to do this, then I wouldn't get paid for it. So it, that was good on her end so that she didn't have to be on top of me about it. But when I stopped doing this stuff, she's like, Well, like we gotta <laughs> We got to figure something else Shit, here. Maybe I should have paid more than two twenty-five. <laughs> so there'd be times when the garbage and recycling had to be done by the time she got home. I'd get home at two thirty. You know, my mom's working or whatever it is. I don't know how I never knew what her schedule was, but as soon as she pulled in the driveway, I'd be running trying to take out like the garbage, sort the shoes, and do all that type of stuff. And I knew I had all that time, but mm-hmm. it just. The, the starting part was not ideal. Oh, we're going to dive back into that. Well, well, gonna... How are we diving so often? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I like. How far are we diving? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. I have so many different places I want to go because that right there, how you have your own set time and you wait till the last possible minute is like the polar opposite of me like that's a prime example of how different we are like i i have a to-do list and i try to get every single thing done on it as soon as possible so that i can relax you know where you're like i'm gonna relax because i only need five minutes it's not to do it's, it's not relaxing though i stress the whole time really <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm watching these tiktoks but i'm so anxious <laughs> that 100 because i know all the stuff that i could be doing i gotta be doing was like oh i'll get it done in time ah. i think that um something that I definitely see your you see you doing from an outside perspective is like oh just one more minute I'm gonna do one more minute of TikTok and then ow Pally, she's pulling my hair she <laughs> says stop beating up on dad he's a nice guy sit down she's jumping up <laughs> um one more minute on TikTok or or even like you are getting ready to leave for volleyball and you know you have volleyball and you'll wait until like three minutes before to be like, I got to go take a shower. <laughs> or you'll ask me what time we have to leave. And you're like, okay, so I'll shower five minutes before that. I'm like, we have two hours. Go shower now. <laughs> but, oh man. So, so I do remember I did a paper 
so I didn't mean to do the paper earlier. I, I got the due date wrong just because one dyslexic and two don't pay attention a lot. Um, I got the due date wrong and I finished like a day or two early. Mm-hmm. It was the wildest feeling. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to do this more. Never did it again, but felt this like moment of calmness. And it was just like, yeah, I could just sit back and relax. <laughs> and you like, you like when things are done and you like to Love it. get, get Love stuff it. done. I know like when I moved in with him, he had every single thing in his room in big purple boxes, bins. Tupperware. To, is they're the, not wait, Tupperware. <laughs> big purple storage <laughs> bins. Um, that's where all of his clothes were. His bed was on the ground. He didn't have a like box spring or bed frame. He <laughs> didn't have a dresser, just like piles of clothes. Everything was laid out along the, like that perimeter of the wall. And he was like, but it's all nice. And or- it's like, it's beautiful. It's organized. And then of course I move in and we get a bed frame, a real bed. We have storage containers. Everything's super organized bookshelf. Like everything's beautiful. And you're like, wow, I really like living like this. Yes. Like I really like that. Like I know how to find everything and everything's easy to grab. And you know, it was, it's, it was hard. And I don't know that you would have done it without me. A hundred percent wouldn't have done it without No, I I mean, like when I lived at home, the only reason my room got cleaned is because once a week I had to. And like, I had no problem. Like, yeah, it it should be clean. I like it being cleaned. But the initial push to do it was not there for me. So the external forces were wonderful. Um, I lived a couple different places at the rugby house. Um so when I was on the rugby team, I moved out of my mom's house and moved in there and then some other places. And if I didn't have the external motivation of like, oh, a bunch of people are going to be over here and they're going to see my room, mm-hmm. I we should probably clean this up. Yeah. I feel like we did a good job of like painting the picture of like you have ADHD. <laughs> I think that anyone listening who has ADHD can relate to you. And if you don't, you'll kind of understand a little bit about like, you know, how he handled chores, how he handled his life, how he used motivation, all of that stuff. So I want to fast forward, not dive well, into we- present day, <laughs> fast forward to present day and talk about like from the moment that we moved in, we, you have changed a lot and you have been able to get shit done. And I want to talk about how you handle that and how I handle that and how we handle that together so that people can take that tangible advice mm-hmm. um, and an example and either apply it to their own lives or apply it to their, their partner's lives and um, so that they can actually take what we've experienced and worked through because you have come so far with having a clean and organized house and you're such a huge part of it. I want to be able to give that to mm-hmm. give that to the listeners. So when a month before our wedding in 20, what, why was I going to say 2016, 2019, um, we moved before? into our current house. <laughs> we started dating in 2016. <laughs> Um, moved into our current house and I knew I wanted everything beautiful, clean, organized. So that's how I set it up a beautiful, gorgeous systems, the, you know, containers in the fridge, like our shoe rack, everything was beautifully, beautifully done, which previously in our, um, our other one bedroom apartment, we'll say we were organized. We just didn't have as much space. I've never, 
had my stuff in more than one room. Yeah. So we were go- we were both going from living in one room together to this big house. So it was beautiful. Everything was really organized. And did you just call this a big house? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's huge. Well, compared to a one bedroom apartment, absolutely. Yep. Um, and for me, when I set something up, I'm going to keep it clean. Like we walk out of this living room. I'm going to, you know, take my dirty glass with me. I'm going to throw the trash away. Like that's just like in my habits to like, okay, this is going to take me 30 seconds to do right now, but I won't have to do it later. So that's how I've always been in my own space. I wasn't like that growing up, but we're not talking about me, <laughs> but for you that those Every little thing about keeping this house clean and organized was a battle. Like it wasn't something that was immediate for you. So we'll start with like talking about laundry. So when we first moved in, I did the 99% of the cleaning and 98, but close. Home, home care. Um, and I would basically find things that bothered me to pieces and I would be like, okay, this we need to work on. Mm -hmm. And one of the things was laundry. I was like so annoyed that your like clothes were by the bedroom and by the bed in the bedroom and like never got to the hamper. You'd leave them in the bathroom. So I would nag you and nag you and nag you and that didn't work. Um, and then eventually we sat down and had a conversation about it. And it was when we were both level-headed, ready to talk about something. And I was like, I do so much around the house. And I know that you're so busy. Like, you're working a ton. But I'm so overwhelmed with your clothes being everywhere. Like, we need to figure out something that's going to work for you. And you were, like, very receptive of it. And... Yeah, if I can do something to help, like, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. And I think that that's what we did. We had a conversation. You're like, yeah, I'll try to be better. Like, I'll try to do it. And it did not work for sure. And then we, I, I, I tried different things like moving the hamper to a more easily accessible place and slowly like with conversation and really focusing on it and you knowing how important it was to me, Mm. we slowly got that habit built. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I would say for me, it was that strict guideline of if I put my clothes down, like I need to do something with it. So I, I'm not as good right now, still far beyond what, what I was when we first moved in. But anytime like I take socks off or anytime I did anything with clothes, I would take that extra second because I knew how important it was. I knew it was a big deal. I knew I said, this is what I want to work on. And so I would I would be doing that because it was consistently there for me. So do you think it's because like we focused on one specific thing? Do you think it was because you were trying to like keep me happy and pleased? Or do you think it's just the it didn't take that much motivation to do it? Because before you would say like, I, I'll think about things and just not not do them. Right. I, th- I think this was one thing that it was okay. We're not working on a million things. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do this one specific thing. The skill, not very high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you weren't asking me to fold it, put it away, do all these types of things. It's put the laundry where it could go. Um, so I think there wasn't a lot of skill needed. So I didn't need a whole lot of motivation. It was just nice that it was maybe just that one or two things that we were working on. Mm-hmm. So there was that consistent reminder um, to go do that. And it wasn't a negative. I don't respond well to negatives. <laughs> ah, we learned that the hard way. I definitely have, 
have tried that approach where especially when I was doing everything around the house, I would come at him and be like, I'm doing so much. You're not pulling your weight. Like, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't have to be picking up your laundry. That approach does not work. He's just like, fuck everything and like leaves his clothes (laughs) everywhere and like quits life and starts eating Cheetos from the gas station. (laughs) So I I thought we're we're not talking about that. So the, the reason why I didn't do those things or why it upset me so much is not what most people would think. It's more of a reaffirmation that I'm not doing something that I would like to be doing. It's not because like, screw you. I don't care about this. It's because I do want to help out. I do want to do these things, right. but I have, I don't know I have not found the solution to be able to get these things done consistently. And now we're just arguing about something that I agree with you on. Right. And then when you, agree, <laughs> I think like specifically for you, you would take that negative and you would add it to the negative thoughts of like, yeah, I thought about it and I didn't do it. I'm a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not calling you a piece of crap. Oh no, it you. sounded like what, but I feel like that's yes, how, when, when you're things, correct. <laughs> whenever a negative is brought up, like, so we definitely try to keep it positive. So I think that was the first thing that we worked on was the hamper because I'm so sick of your clothes. And I tried to keep it positive. I tried to remind him like nicely. I nag and remind are two very different things in my opinion. Um, So like if he got home from volleyball and was like headed to take the shower, I would say like, make sure you throw your clothes in the, in the hamper, like really positive, not I find his clothes on the floor and I'm like, can so, you please pick these up? Or you know. So you could have been like, oh, am I going to have to go pick those up again? Or are you going to put them in the hamper? That yeah, was definitely something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing a bad job of explaining the difference. But yeah. So, and like you said, we focused on one thing. That was the thing that we focused on for months, not just a couple days, like where I was like, okay, you should have it. Like it was months. And at that time, I wasn't getting pissed about your shoes by the door. And I wasn't getting pissed about the pile of dishes in the sink or wasn't getting mad about other things Mm -hmm. because I wanted to focus on this one habit and I wanted you to focus on that one habit because it needed to be something that you really, really worked on until it became automatic. And now there's never clothes, very ever rarely closed by the bed. There's never... Oh, yeah. Just recently that started happening like a couple times. I'm like, ah, this is is bad. (laughs) I don't... It, right, it happened a couple times. Oh, I was gonna say maybe yeah. you picked them up then because <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, uh, the socks are the new thing, which we all, all my listeners know about your socks. I've been taking pictures. We got quite a, quite a collection, babe. But socks in the living room are much better than all of your dirty clothes all over the house. So. Yes, progress. Um, yeah. So we mimicked that. So that is my my tangible advice is we've mimicked that exact thing and done it for every space in our house we have been here for almost three years now and now i have a clean and organized house 100 percent of the time well and i don't i we must have talked about this at some point but there has to be a um a reason to do something so i walk into a room and let's say there's a, a spoon on the table or whatnot so that's that's my trigger now we go back and look at the skill to move the spoon to the dishwasher. That's like a one. So I'm not going to need a lot of motivation to get that done. But if you put some random pan that I don't know where it goes, like the skill goes up. Therefore, I'm going to need more motivation to do it. So if I've had a bad day, if whatever it is, most likely it's not going to get done. So you've helped with me 
just improve my skills on a lot of things around the house. So I don't need as much motivation. Whereas for you, you have the skill. (laughs) So that's very true. Like growing up, like I helped my mom with the laundry. I helped my mom with dishes and stuff. Like those might not have been your chores that you got better at, you know? Mm -hmm. So like in contrast to that, the motivation for me to go take the garbage out is like a nine. I will not do it. It's way too much motivation. So I agree whether you do, you know, have ADHD and you're having trouble like getting things done or you're you're totally the opposite. You're very good at getting things done. If it's too high of a motivation, too high on the motivation scale or too high on the skill scale, like mm-hmm. it's just too complicated for you, it's going to be something that isn't sustainable. So yeah. That is where we, because we're a team, obviously, if like you're working on yourself individually, you sit down and like legitimately come up with a plan, come up with a thought, think about it or talk with your partner, but sit down and have a conversation about why it's important. It's important to me because I really value having a clutter-free house. It's good for my mental health. It's great for me. And I think you would agree for different reasons. Like Mm -hmm. you just like having a happy wife. You like having, being able to find everything. You like having not to, you like not having to clean for hours on the weekend. Like doing these small things every day allows us to like do Mm -hmm. fun stuff on the weekends. So I would say we both have our separate reasons, but we've figured out, okay, this is one tiny little step that's going to get us closer to having that clean house. And that was doing the laundry. And that was something super low skill, a little bit of motivation, work on it, work on it, work on it. Soon it becomes very little motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same same thing recently happened um, when I gave birth to our daughter. I, you look great, by the way. I couldn't do anything. Thank you. <laughs> um, I couldn't do anything. I Well, I could do anything. I could do stuff. But I was laying in bed just staring at her because I love her so freaking much. And I didn't want... To, to just stop staring at her for any reason Mm -hmm. for two and a half weeks straight. Like I just stared at her and you knew that I needed the house to be clean for my, my, my mental health because Mm -hmm. that's really important to me. And if you weren't doing it, I would be doing it and missing out on this time with my daughter. I'm saying my daughter, like she's not your daughter. We hang out sometimes. <laughs> but I think that those those two and a half weeks were like, they were my weeks. Right. I, was, so, I was obsessed. So it. I crushed it. And that's because the motivation was so high. Like because I was, you knew I desperately was relying on you. Yes, I did. The, I, I, I did everything. Um, and at the beginning, so right after we had, we had Adeline, you started to do cooking, mm-hmm. dishes, laundry. All which were very, very high skill for you. Like it took quite some time to figure out where everything went in the kitchen (laughs) or all of the laundry. And you never knew how to cook. Like you cooked really, really basic things like eggs and, you know, you can throw a steak on a pan with some salt. Um, But you did not like follow a recipe. You've never cooked. You never did laundry to the extent of how I, you know, file folding, putting things away, hanging things up, color coding them. And you never put dishes away. So those were all super high skill, but well, you had I, I, so well, much I, motivation. I, I put dishes away, like the, the the regular plates and like the spoons and forks like I, and and glasses. Like I, I crushed that. I knew where those went. <laughs> but when there was like other like tongs or... But for, now you yes. can, you empty the dishwasher every single day yeah. now. Um, and I, I don't I know think... where the cheese board stuff goes. 
those find their way in there sometimes. I'm like, who's making a cheese board? But <laughs> I just one time I just I leave that stuff over. out and then it gets put away. <laughs> um, but so right after I had Adeline, that was something that you had high motivation for. How much? So like on a scale of one to ten, you I would say it was a ten. Like it took a lot of motivation and or it took a lot of skill mm-hmm. and a lot of motivation, which you had. Right. So in 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 my mind, I was like, well, it's got to get done. So it helped me get through that because it's like a lot of people when they go to work, the motivation is incredibly high because, well, I want to keep my job. Money, money is important. This is my life. This is so on and so forth. So there is not that question. There isn't that internal struggle. You're going to show up on time for the most part. So for me, it was it was super nice because there was no struggle of oh I'll do this later or Jessica's gonna do so it. So I'm thinking while you're saying that my only confusion is like talking about mo- <laughs> on, our scales are different here. One through ten, ten requires a lot of motivation. Yes, one requires very little motivation. Yeah, but so like to wake up and go to work is automatic. It doesn't require a lot of motivation. Well, I'd say the argue about it. Let's go. <laughs> I guess we're just looking at it because you're saying like you there's a lot of motivation reason behind doing it. Correct. But there's I'm a, saying it requires little motivation because convincing it, yourself. Yeah, little convincing. Right. So whereas like like the, So the, our the, scales are like polar well, opposite. Well, no, because the skill for me to do this stuff was incredibly high. Therefore I needed high motivation to do that stuff. So I was able to motivate myself, but it was easier to do it. Right. But going to work every day is low motivation. It's easy to do, right? Like yeah. people, people, that's easy. That's low on the motivation scale. Yeah. And the skill scale. Most times. Right. Unless you're starting a new job and have to wake up two hours earlier. And- yeah. I get, well, so I guess what at that point is it's, it's something. I'm glad we're clarifying this because they're probably like <laughs> zero motivation. Like that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. So yeah, I, I guess the going to, to work stuff, like because it's habitual, because it's routine, it is a lot less motivation, but it's still. But there's a lot of reason why behind you. Correct. Why you're doing yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So before it was high motivation, high skill. Right. And mm-hmm. then four months later, the skill on a scale of one to 10 is what now? I'd, much I'd say it's very close to like a four to six range, depending on what the meal is. Um, the laundry still high skill because it's hard for me to put it away and f- do it as fast as you do it. <laughs> you don't have to do it as fast as me. <laughs> yeah, but it hurts if it takes and me 20 what minutes about longer. The dishwasher? dishwasher, crush it. Feel, feel great about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then motivation to get those things done is much, 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 much lower. Yeah, I would say it's a lot easier some days more than others. But if I know it's my job, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then it's more likely to get it done. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go get our crying daughter. All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, hyperfixation um, <laughs> as, as you grab Addie. So a lot of people look at ADD or ADHD as a negative um, but for me, I enjoy the part of hyperfixation, such as when it comes to sports. Um, I would love the sport. I would YouTube everything. I would talk to people. I'd try to figure it out. And because I was always thinking about it, my skill would improve rapidly um, because that's what I was focused on. So when it comes to doing something like around the house or something of that nature, if I'm hyper-focused on it, 
And if Jessica is there to help me out as well, then it's going to get done so much faster. So I don't necessarily have to be like Jessica as far as the way you get things done, but we understand what works well for me, which is going to be someone being there consistently advocating for me to get that those things done and knowing that I'm not like you is okay. And if I'm hyper-focused on something, um, then it's definitely going to get done. Yeah. I'm glad that you touched on that because that was something like, obviously we've been talking about doing small little habits around the house that have built to having a clean and organized house. But there's also a lot of other tactics that have um, helped you. And one of those things is like having like for workouts, having someone come over and work out with you. Love it. Because you're, you know, they're going to show up. They need you there. You need them Mm -hmm. there. It's, it works both ways. Um, that was a huge thing that has helped you. So tackling habits one at a time, small, working on that skill and motivation, but also I'm out of, I walked to the other room and came back. I can't believe I'm out of breath, but geez, two quick breaths in. Um, And then also having people hold you accountable, um, mm. whether that be someone showing up at the house, someone sending you a text message, checking in on you, um, that type of thing. And then also planning things out where I love my running to-do list. I love having a list of things where I'm just like, okay, it's Monday morning, tackle, 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 and go straight down that list. If I give him a to-do list, small to-do list you do great with. Like a, small, a small to-do list, I'll crush it in... 15 to 30 minutes as long as like i start and i'm just going this 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 and i'll check in with jessica and be like done next done next done next but the moment it's like over five which i have a running to-do list for you but you just don't see it i look at it (laughs) and then i give you the small to-do list because the big to-do lists are too much um but that being said you also like to schedule more than i do i do not like to wake up most days and be like at 9 a.m. I'm doing this 10 a.m. 11 a.m. 12 a.m. Like then I just feel like I'm put in a box and maybe at 12 a.m. I don't want to or 12 a.m. 12 p.m. I don't want to do this and like maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe I'm going to be hungry there and I just like then I get off my schedule and I get mad at myself and I don't like following a schedule. Mm -hmm. You love it. You do so great when you have a schedule. You're like, I'm waking up at six, working out, doing movements at seven, eating breakfast at eight. Like you, you do great with it when you do schedule for yourself. So that was another thing that's been really, really helpful for you. Mm -hmm. So scheduling, having people hold you accountable and working on tiny, small habits. Any, any other like big, huge things that really help you stay focused? Um, getting, getting the important stuff done first. Uh, my health is very important to me. So making sure that I at least have like healthy meals planned out, uh, making sure I'm working out running with Bali in the morning makes me extremely happy because I get the blood flowing. She's had a good run. So that usually starts my day off really well. Our dog Bali. Yes. I just want to make sure that everyone knew who Bali was. So she's been running around the background for right. the last seven episodes. Um, that being said, I also think it's such a huge thing. Like the days that you do start your day with workouts or movement or a walk, you, I mean, working out is so good for you in general. So like you're, you're feeling better. You're mm-hmm. happier, happier, which allows you to get stuff done. Um, not that I want to like end this episode on a sad note, <laughs> but on the days that you don't work out, <laughs> 
you you do <laughs> not like the days that you get down on yourself like yeah I really don't want to talk about this. So but I feel like I'll, it'd be I'll, relatable. I'll, 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 br- I'll bring a throwback to, I want to say it was like a, a Sunday in middle school uh, to where... Wait, I want to talk about like, like no, a couple it's, it, days ago. No, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the oh. same thing. <laughs> uh, I was sitting on top of the stairs and I was frustrated because all I did was I watched TV... And then I did some chores and it took me too long to do my Sunday chores. So I couldn't go and do something. And I was complaining either to my mom or dad at the time. I was like, today was the worst day ever. Like I didn't do any sports. I didn't get to play. I didn't get to do any of these types of things. So I felt like I had wasted a day. I felt like I was so unaccomplished and not that I had any goals to move forward in a particular direction. But for me, that's the worst feeling of knowing what I could have gotten done and knowing what I missed because I, because of how I am at the current state, I didn't get those things done. And that is very hard for me. Yeah. So I, I definitely have a hard time with that because I see him struggling and I know that you're struggling and I know that like I told you five things that like would be helpful if you did or things that you needed to get done. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, why isn't he doing this? Mm -hmm. And you are, you are struggling. So like, like I said before, I've tried very many tactics and one that I did try was like, what the heck? Like, this needs to get done. You need to do this now. Why haven't you done this? Like, kind of coming at you aggressively. And that just, you know, pounds into you when you're already beating yourself up. You're already wishing. You know that you have stuff to get done. Yeah. You know that it's going to take this long. But there's something that's stopping you from actually going and doing it. Mm-hmm. And me yelling at you is just concreting the fact that you're upset with yourself. Yeah. Um what what works like what do you think is like the part that actually gets you to be like hey i know this stuff needs to get done i'm gonna go do it the the biggest thing for me is the self-talk uh so if i'm repeatedly saying well i've wasted this if i only would have started then if i would have done that but then recalling hey this is going to take five minutes this is going to take 10 minutes I'm going to do that and I'm going to feel a lot better afterwards. So as long as I am in the headspace to where I can positively talk to myself, then it's going to, it's going to end out pretty well for us. Wait, Jessica, you're on live. Okay. Okay. Gotta feed my baby. (laughs) Can you push this in front of me? Yeah. Um, I missed what you said. I was focused on child. (laughs) (laughs) So I was talking about mentally, uh, if I can tell myself that once I get this stuff what done, about- I'm going to feel better, but also don't beat yourself up right now because that is once again, just a, a story that you're telling yourself that doesn't necessarily mean it's true and you're a failure. <laughs> what about how can you be supported by a spouse or a friend? Or- um, just the, this getting started part, because it's usually if it is just talking about it out loud and if you literally just stand there or with me for the next couple of seconds until I get started, then we're good. I do like doing that. Like when you need to like leave to go on a walk with Bali, I'll be like, I'm just going to wait here for a minute while you get your shoes on. 
and then it, it works like you're and you're not doing it passive aggressively like sometimes. you I, I would agree i would agree the successful times is is yes. when it's not passive aggressive absolutely awesome well i really appreciate you opening up your your experiences because lord knows i don't have these mm-hmm. i definitely have experiences with you which i've um, openly talked about but i think a lot of people in your situation are like there's no way that's obtainable and when they look at a ha- our house when they are thinking about having a clean and organized house or being productive or starting a business or doing a million different things Mm -hmm. they look at it like i i can't get started because that's exactly how you feel when you're doing anything you know like getting started is hard but there's there's ways to support yourself and and do do better not do better but improve improve and that's i mean for everybody me included but specifically you i feel like Hopefully that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and also like I did go back on Concerta. It was like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And um, then she's like, oh, yeah, if it's not working, like try not to take it because there's some Alzheimer's considerations and testing going on. I'm like, great. Well, it might be working a little bit, but definitely not worth it. So I can still get a bunch of stuff done. Um, and it's not necessarily just because of medication because I'm not on it anymore. Adlin, you gonna you gonna bring us out for this one? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, that, do, wasn't <laughs> that wasn't her. Um, do you want to tell people to uh, write a review or say thank you or say <laughs> thank you? That. Um, that's that's it for the episode. Um, we'll be back next week. But if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. Um, I love building up this community of all of you guys to interact with. And if you liked this specific episode or all of the episodes, please leave a review. It's super, super helpful um, on the Jessica Hazeman podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.